When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Laura Ingram here, and whether you are absolutely thrilled with my political point of view or you hate it, that doesn't matter, because for my new weekly podcast, it ain't political. This is all about the culture, parenting, education, the madness in Hollywood, the few bright lights on the horizon, and what we can do maybe to turn it all around. We're going to have a lot of fun, and I look forward to doing my all-new weekly Laura Ingram podcast from podcastone.com. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast. I'm your host, Haley White, joined by my beautiful co-host, comedian Kristen Carney. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> and relationship expert and best-selling author, Marnie Kinris. Hello. And of course, our producer today, the one, the only, Nathan. Stay Can I call you Nate or is it more Nathan? I prefer Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. It's a bit more like stately. It's, like it, a, it's a big boy name. And it rhymes with the last name better. There you yeah. go. But it's almost missing the rest of the name, which is Nathaniel. That, yeah, That's my boyfriend's name. Nathaniel. Oh, your full name is Nathaniel? Go Nathaniel. I often wonder that. Like, when do I make the transfer to Nathaniel? When you're I don't, I don't feel I old I think enough. when you yeah. turn 30. Yeah. Um, is that what it is? I yeah. Thought, yeah. Years. Before we get into uh, dissecting names, uh, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to our, our, our sponsors, you guys. You keep us on the air, and we're here only because of you, and we love you guys so much, and we're super thankful for you. Also, we asked you last week to tell a woman friend about us, and you did, and we love you for that. So keep telling your chick friends we want ladies um, asking us questions here. Yeah. And last but not least, we have a guest in the studio today. We're very excited. Uh, Ryan Sickler. He yes. is a host of the Crab Feast podcast with comedian Jay Larson, who was on a couple weeks ago. And we're super stoked to have him. So Yeah, I'm super excited. I, I know both of them really well. I've known them for a long time. And Ryan is so funny. He sounds like he's Southern, but he's not. He's from Maryland. I always Mar- love that. Yeah. Maryland is kind of South, Is though. it? Yeah. I mean, look. if you go down there and look around, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is South. <laughs> I've Canadian. never been to Maryland. No I have no, no idea what happens there. Yeah, I, I don't either. I've been there, like, to Ocean City, Maryland, which is just kind of like going to Myrtle Beach or something super cliche. And it's, you know, not. It's kind of trashy, but it's fun. I mean, you know, it's, it's great. cheesy We're not beach. Judging it, I will find out all about it when Ryan gets here, which is awesome. And also, you guys remember to follow us on Twitter. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Thanks, uh, Ask Women Podcast. Yeah, you got to tell them where to go. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we're gonna we're taking questions off of that because they're much more concise. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to talk about something because I had an interesting uh, situation with Kristen. I met one of her friends who... Quote, unquote, friends. I don't have friends. So it was just like a random person standing <laughs> by my side. a random guy that she hangs out with every once in a while who was telling me about his penis straightener <laughs> that he had purchased. And it's, not like a hair, it. it's not like a hair straightener. How like I almost even a thing? 
Where what does do you, this come from? The internet. It's a sad, dark <laughs> like, place. What do you, okay, what do you do with this? I'm really confused. I don't confused. know. I, Nathan? It's Nathaniel. What Nathaniel? do you do hands are up in the air. I don't, what, I, is it like do a you pump clamp it on and then like or? stretch it? it? It's a pump you have to use for 20 minutes every single day, and yeah. apparently it's supposed to straighten your penis. He's been using it, though, for five minutes a day. He's not really <laughs> investing the time needed to really straighten the penis. So okay. he's probably getting like almost more curvature from just <laughs> yeah. the five minutes. It takes commitment to do 20 it minutes does. a day. That's like... I can't read for 20 yeah, minutes exactly. a day. But I, okay, so I've always been curious about these because I've always heard of like penis enlargers and like all these things that are out there on the internet. And I wanted to know if they actually work because we were asking him like, does it actually work? And he said, no, it's not working right now. Right, but again, but that's he's, he's not committing it. himself. How long has he been doing this? For eight years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the penis is just starting to show. Just starting to poke out a little bit. It's, it's like a belly button and Audi. Wait, but Nathaniel. Yes. I, I, I don't know the size of your penis, but would you ever... <laughs> oh, it's, I don't know, it's casual way way to address it. I'm but happy. has that ever piqued your curiosity? Be honest. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To enlarge or to straighten? Straighten. Okay. Wait, I don't why? understand the straightening thing, I don't guys. either, because if it hangs like perfectly is so straight... Is it awkward? Is it? If it hangs perfectly, if it hangs perfectly straight, it just looks awkward because that's more of like the position of a vagina. Right, it Hold shouldn't on. be. And then also, it's going to make your pants look really like too bulgy. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm confused about the straightening thing. Like when it's erect, is it that it's not straight? Is that the problem? It's like it, a crooked penis. I don't know. I think it goes straight well, when it's erect. Nathaniel obviously has an opinion because well, he wants to straighten oh, it's, it. It's so. when it's limp. It's not right. Like what, it, wait, it's hanging. Let's let the man answer. Um. No, I think an erection, maybe it tends to go to the left a little bit. And I've thought, well, it points well, towards what it likes. Well, I see it in movies and it doesn't, <laughs> I don't. So, but the older I get, I'm like, my oh, left that's boob. just natural. Everybody's has my a right one way or the other. It's it's yeah. not like a U-turn, so right, it's fine. I have to inspect my, pe- okay. my, my penis Tucker does the my picking. husband's penis. I don't know. But that, okay, so that's really interesting. I just found it really interesting. I don't think it's working um, according to his, um, you know, to what he's saying, but it was expensive. Yeah, he's and like so invested just, a lot of money in this. Yeah, thing too. so I think you have to be careful and be and pick and choose the things that you're going to try to improve about yourself. Like, you well, know, maybe there's sure. a better brand. Maybe he didn't choose. Yeah, the right there's brand. like the Nike of penis straighteners or <laughs> something. Like he got is. the he got the Reebok of penis straighteners. <laughs> like just, the, it's like going out of style and only like for like. You know what? I gotta say something to all the men out there. I think you should work on your core strength because that is the sexiest thing. If you can really, yeah, core strength <laughs> of your stomach. Yeah. Okay. And also your penis. But like, if you can really own that in the bedroom and be like really strong, it doesn't really matter which way your penis goes. I, I think so too. No, well, as actually, long as I've heard that curved penises are supposed to be good. Well, it depends which way they're curved. <laughs> As long as it doesn't like curve under. <laughs> exactly. Like, to be non Like it's like an elephant. No, but it's, it's supposed to hit the G spot easier if, if it is curved. Because I even know, like, for me, when I'm having sex, if I if I touch, like, the pelvic area, for me, on myself or my, or my husband does, uh, my orgasms are better. So I know that if it was, obviously, my husband is not curved in that direction, um, but if it was curved, <laughs> it would do that on its own, so I wouldn't need to use my hands to I touch think the my bottom pelvis. line is, like, own your, own your penis size, guys. I mean, for it's sure. okay. Or and get curvature. the proper brand and <laughs> use the right penis. Can we follow larger. up to see how the progress is? For yeah. sure. And Should if you guys want to buy one, go to Amazon through our Ask yeah. Women. Yeah, the Ask Women. Logo. Oh yeah, shoot, we have a page but, now. Oh damn, I have to find out the information for it. I'll find it later. Um, I'll find it actually during a little break because I wanted to bring um, a clip in for you guys. It's a video clip from the Huffington Post Live, but you just you know you just need to hear the audio for it to get it. I'm not going to prep you at all, um, but other. 
Well, I'm not going to say anything, actually. But I want you to hear it, and I want your honest opinion as women. And, Nathaniel, I want to hear what you have to say as well. As a woman. As a woman. (laughs) The lady. (laughs) As a curved penis man. Um, Okay, so play the clip. One Texas man is willing to shell out $1,500 to anyone who can find him a lady who fits his requirements. Okay, $1,500 is not that that much money. Created the... (laughs) It really isn't. In Austin, in pursuit of a significant other. Your real name is Romeo Rose. That's my real name. No. I have a little, uh, uh, yeah, I got a driver's license on it. I have a little slogan that I tell people. Is it worth $1,500? It's like an icebreaker, (laughs) and it makes people laugh. I I, kind of say this little rhyme. I'm Romeo Rose. And I pimped them hoes. Oh, God. I just puked everywhere. (laughs) He's totally worth $1,500. How sexy does he sound? He's saying he pays fifteen hundred. That's like that's like my rent. I mean, what? That's not even like. But you know what? I have to give this guy credit because he's putting himself out there. He's saying I want to find. Yeah, and some a guys wife. should just put themselves in there, like in the closet. <laughs> he should hide himself. Yeah. Okay, okay, but I want you to hear the rest of it. Okay. So anyway. From this very start of this conversation, I heard this on the Howard Stern Show, which is my other new obsession right now, um, because I got a new car and they give you free satellite, which is about to expire and I'm really cheap and I'm not going to extend <laughs> it. But um, they were they were played this segment the other day and Howard and Robin discuss this and I thought that their analysis was great, but I thought it'd be really great for our show as well. So continue playing the clip. Your idea of a dream girl is incredibly specific, and people have been critical of your requirements. So I want to just kind of go through a few of these things. The first one is you like girls that are 130 pounds or less. That is, that's a specific number. (laughs) Well, I mean, that number. Okay, so first point, 130 pounds or less, which is... Let's talk about height, though. I mean, it's really like, okay, I'm 5'10". There's no way. If I'm 130 pounds, I look pretty, really, really skinny. So, and I'm like like three foot two, so 130 pounds for me is just, you know... It's like obese, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue. It can change based on height, weight, proportion. Oh, okay, there we go. Thank you. What a lot of people miss is the psychological (laughs) part of why I would not want a fat woman. Not only are they... Um, visually repulsive to me. Visually repulsive. Damn. Repulsive. That's a sign of low self-esteem, that they have no self-respect. It's low self-esteem because guys like this have given them low self-esteem. But I hear the point. I don't think, and here's the thing, over 130 pounds doesn't mean that you're automatically repulsive or you have low self-esteem. I mean, I've seen some 130-pound girls who have pretty faces. I mean, let's give them that. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta go. Luckily. Okay, the 130 pounds part, I completely agree with, but there are other women who are larger than 130 pounds who haven't taken care of themselves. So I understand where he's coming from. Anyway, continue. I get that. Continue with the book. By how well they take care of their body. And it's also a health issue. I mean, why would I want to marry a girl that's overweight She's probably going to die of a heart attack or stroke <laughs> due to her weight and obesity 15 obesity. years earlier than she naturally should, you know. He's thinking I mean, long term. He's thinking, yeah, I want my, my wife to stick around for a bit. I, I don't get want to it. die. It's yeah. valid. It's yeah, just a little marry extreme. one who's got some money and then marry she's heavy one. and then let her die and Put then get the money. Ad. Right. Spend $5,000 a right. time to get a better quality right. woman. Right, exactly. Okay. Let's talk about 130 pounds. First of all, above 130 pounds is not necessarily overweight. And I have to be right. a little curious here. Do you find me physically repulsive? This is, Okay, so I'm showing a video. I'm going to put this on my website, actually. Um, but this is the clip of her. So she, I think she's super cute. I actually just did a HuffPost live Post interview. Host, yeah. And she was the host. Uh, she was, like, adorable. Her name's Caitlin. Caitlin, she's, she's, she's not, like... 
uh, no, repulsive. Like she's cute. Yeah. She's very cute. She's adorable, actually. I thought she was really pretty. Anyway, continue. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I can tell you're a little overweight. I mean, maybe he's an honest man. Strong word, honest you know, man. Like, if if uh, nothing personal against you, but. If someone that looked exactly like you asked me on a date, I wouldn't go out with them. Okay, can, heartbroken. can we just say that if anyone actually looks up what this guy looks like? Yes. He's, That's what I'm thinking. Do we have like, a visual it, on this guy? I, I yes. get having really high standards when you have those standards for yourself. It's like being a stickler but being like screwed up in look your own life. Like, you what? can't be a stickler on other people when you look like a you know giraffe and here's the thing: you can you Man. can think these things, <laughs> but are huge. It's, right. uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little horsey. We're just being mean to him now, but it's okay. If well, he, he's if bringing he, it on himself, right? Now exactly, because he's is, being judgmental toward other people. Yeah, that, that's Absolutely. the thing. You can you can think these things, and I'm sure most people do. But the fact is, is like coming out and being so blatantly like unapologetic about it is kind of a turn off. And being a dick, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, a turn dick. on. For yeah. Me. Yeah, this is the thing: he he can totally say, you know what? I am attracted to certain types of girls. I know what I like, so I want to put it out there. And if that makes people upset, that makes people upset. He doesn't have to say, okay, fat people are repulsive; they're going to die. I would never date you. You disgust me. Like that's going one step further to show that this guy's an asshole. Okay, continue. With Romeo, I am heartbroken. Well, aside from the fact that, like you said, I'm slightly overweight, so that knocks me out. That's of why she's heartbroken. The running. You have some <laughs> other requirements. <laughs> This one I, I cover. You won't date a black girl. You don't care if she looks like Halle Berry. Right. Why not? Okay. I'm sorry. Well, you cracked me up. He, he's not into Halle Berry. That's his thing. He's not into it. Okay, right. fine. You got to hear this. Okay, continue. Well, yeah. This, let's, let's play this a little I bit mean, longer. There's a lot of black women that wouldn't date a white guy because they're not attracted to a white guy. So why Very is fair. it people are calling me a racist because of my sexual preference and my sexual taste? It's because when you're in the majority, you can't really talk like you're in the minority. No, but this is the thing. Okay, so he's not being racist right now until... Let's go on. (laughs) I'm not attracted to black women, but, you know, uh, I'm just not attracted to them. I'm a very visual person. I don't think it's pretty. I mean, He's like, that's why I don't look at myself. (laughs) I don't think it's pretty. And black women, you know, they got black hair, Uh, black lips. Everything's all black. I like white women because, you know, I like pink, you know. They got, you know, things are pink and they have blonde hair or brown hair, you know, things like that. I'm a very visual person. At least I'm being and not just talking about dating but everything in life these days has come down to being politically correct and i do not like that term politically correct because what you have is you have a lot of hypocrites that say the politically correct thing to say in any given situation but in their hearts they are still harvesting some sort of hatred or evil i hear him. A, I, 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 I agree saying i agree mm-hmm. Not racist at all. I, I, I love I, I have to push back a little bit there because you wrote that i do not believe that whites and blacks should miss races sexually and have kids together. And that's where the racism I think it's comes okay in. for whites and Hispanics, but not blacks. I would never, ever, ever date a woman if I found out that she ever had been sexually active with a black man. So it's go. not only just you not having an attraction to someone who has a darker skin tone, but if, per se, I was blonde and 130 pounds and you found out that in my life I have dated and had sex with a black guy, I still don't meet your criteria for who you're going to date. You know, if I'm disgusted and repulsed by the physical aesthetics of a black woman, I would feel the same way about a black man. So why would how, I want how to have can sex? you say you're not racist if you just said you're physically repulsed by the aesthetics of a black woman? Because that's a sexual preference. I'm not going to get turned on by yeah. looking at a black woman. You're it's, repu- like, you know. it's like you're repulsed by 
um, you know, like a snake eating another like living being or something. That's repulsive. Actually, that's kind of cool. I used to love those shows. Oh, okay. Marnie, you're twisted. Yeah, no, I love it. Do you not like it? <laughs> no, that's like my nightmare. What? Oh, I love those shows. I'm trying to think like of what I'm repulsing animals. I'm not, I'm not repulsed, repulsed by, by that much stuff. But repulsed is a strong, strong word. Right. Exactly. But right. you could say I'm not him. attracted. I'm repulsed to. by him. Actually, not. I'm, right. I'm disgusted by him. And then after this clip, you'll see why I'm repulsed by him. No, just because you don't like a painting by Monet. You know, but you like Van Gogh doesn't mean that he's, like he's got good arguments. Just you don't like a particular he's sophisticated. Just because yes. I'm not sexually <laughs> turned on art. by a, a, a black girl doesn't mean I have any hatred in my heart for her. You know. But then, but how do, how does whether or not the the girl of your dreams has if she's ever had sex with a black person? How does that? affect you and how would you even know you say the same thing about you know having a threesome or a large number of sexual past partners how would you even know and what difference Uh, does it make i would know if she told me if she was honest and open and told me that sort of a thing i would know if it ever came out in conversation or if i ever found any kind of correspondence with a black person or such no black person would want to date him because he's such a knob oh yeah he's like just a big toolbox he is i just think and it's more like He's just arrogant and very dim. Right. Exactly. Look disgusting to me. I mean, they look like, disgusting. you know, monkeys or gorillas. <gasps> or like there an you animal, go. You and know. there's the repulsion. Oh, like and that's when I get pissed. Bestiality. Bestiality. Okay, that's pretty it's much so it. It's so weird that's that this guy, now the world hates him. It's so weird that this guy is in Austin because I know I it's know, still right? Texas, but Austin is this like, Artsy, musical, yeah. Open. There's still a lot of racism there, though. There it's, is. I, it's still I Texas. went to school there, and I have never experienced racism really. And I did feel like it was more prominent when I was living there, for sure. Right, right. Because so, you're white, they're racist against you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I don't get much. You more actually white. sound like his dream girl. <laughs> yes. Do I? Yeah. Yes. Oh, maybe, blonde, maybe it's meant to be <laughs> me and this guy. Try and make some money for the podcast. Yes, you guys. <laughs> we need to stay on the air. This can't go down. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we should totally send you in. I'm doing it now. I'm setting up an application. What? Okay. So so let's talk about this. Let's talk. Okay. So everything he was saying, I think it's totally fine to have a vision in your mind of who you would like to be with. I think it's fine to say, I don't want to be with somebody who is physically unfit. I think it's fine to say, you know what? I do prefer white girls. Um, I think cutting yourself off from other options, first of all, it limits you. um, But then cutting yourself off this way is just like stupidity. I I don't even know how to explain this properly of what I feel towards this man other than anger. But eventually this girl, Caitlin, ended up kicking him off the show. She's like, I thought this was going to be a cute little fun segment. This is horrible. I think you're a horrible person. I'm ending this segment Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's all live. So it's Huffington Post Live. Wow. So she ended the segment. You know, it's it's too bad. It's like, I feel like people probably do think this. They just aren't ever going to voice it out loud. And I think it's good to have, you yeah. know, your priorities and know what you want. But, like, you wouldn't want to justify someone wanting someone thin because fat people are repulsive. You want to say, I want someone who has my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to say that, like, at least justify it properly. Well, it's interesting. So this isn't exactly correlated, but it's kind of the same thing. So I, I was talking with one of my friends, David Wigand, who's a relationship expert as well. Fantastic coaches, man. He's really great. And he was talking about, you know, the women that he dates. And I had had this situation where um, I had this woman say to me, um, I'm looking for my soulmate. She said it to me, like very blatantly, I'm looking for my soulmate. And as soon as she said that statement to me, I like blocked my body and, and got uncomfortable and leaned back. You're like, you I, can't I, have my soul. Yeah, well, I know that she's saying that to men that she's dating, 
Okay, because she's she's putting it out there that what she out. wants exactly. Yeah. So I asked him. I'm like, how does that feel for you? Because I asked some of my male clients, and they said, oh, that just feels like pressure. I'm never going to like win with her. There's no point in ever even trying. And he said, a better question for women to say if they want to explore the man that they're sitting across from, and same thing for men, is you know, how do you like to be loved? That's like a, a grander <laughs> picture that it, it like it is Sounds it's, like it's, it's a little bit cheesy, you know, but. <laughs> It gives like a bigger picture. I'm just saying it gives more space for people to connect with you. If you have these long lists of like what you want, what you don't want, you're constantly cutting people off. And I find that as we get older, our lists get bigger and we get more specific with what we're looking for. Because the only thing that gets longer for me is my Christmas list. <laughs> I'm like, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want, this, I want, this, car. I want a straight penis. <laughs> exactly. Um, for me, per- like my own. <laughs> for you. For you to have. But so that's what I want to talk about today for this chapter in the man's playbook on this team we fight for that on this team we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch we claw with our fingernails for that itch because we know when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing this oh whoa blah, 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 blah. it was not on the microphone. Um, so this week's chapter in the man's playbook, I want to talk about your lists and about being too specific and closing yourself off to individuals. I know we talk about being open all the time, but this is a different type of openness because this guy proved that he's he's first of all he's a racist asshole, but um and an ignorant prick. But he's just shutting himself off to so many different options. Well, he's and just I, an idiot. Yeah, and I see he's a lot stupid. of my girlfriends doing the same thing. I have this one girlfriend who's really interesting when talking to me because I don't think she ever really wants to talk about relationship stuff with me because she knows I'm going to try and help her or coach her in some <laughs> way. Um, and and so we, we did start talking a little bit, and she said to me, well, I have a list of the things that I know that I want. And I'm like, well, what's the list? She's like, well, that's very private. I can't tell Ugh. you what that list is. Oh, and so right away, off my list. Yeah, exactly. And so right away, for me, because I know her, I know her list is so specific. Yeah. Like, you can't play tennis. It, you like, know, it's the problem <laughs> is, like that. the problem is when people take, when they have a list like that, that means they're taking themselves too seriously. It's like the same way mm-hmm. someone won't tell you their age. It's yeah. like, you're not important enough for me to care if you're withholding your age. Yeah, just a conversation. Yeah. Right. Trying to get to right. know each other. Right. So it's, it's like, it's just a closed off. Ugh. It feels a little yeah. juvenile. I mean, I used to have yeah. a list when I was like in middle school I was like someday I'm gonna find somebody who does this and this and this <laughs> but the truth of it is it's like I think as you get older when you kind of go on a date with someone they can surprise you we've talked about that a lot like yeah. both I think for me too I didn't expect it wasn't immediate with Dave I thought you know it kind of changed over time a little bit so well I bet you your list was way more open when you were younger yeah because you're like, I just want somebody who makes me feel good and buys me gummy bears. I don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. Actually, I feel like it was more specific when I was younger. And then the older I got, the more open I got. Oh, well, that's a good thing about you. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So I did this. Um, I was back in Toronto recently. And I did this show called The Social. And so they gave me three women to evaluate, like, what was going on wrong in their dating lives. And so this one woman that was on the show, she did her, like, little video blurb. And I had to analyze her based on it. But she had said she had this one guy come up and approach her and say, 
oh, you're drinking Evian? I drink Evian, too. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, right away, I wrote this guy off because he's an idiot, blah, blah. Who uses those kinds of lines? And I said to her, okay, take a step back. Like, let's not start implementing the one-strike ruling you're out by judging. Well, at least he, he wasn't drinking in Fiji. Well, I mean, if you're drinking that says a whole bunch about him. He likes to, uh, to um, replenish himself. He maybe has a little bit of money to spend on bottled he's water. Okay, he's more than he'll ever need to for water. He's a human that he's needs human, water. Exactly. <laughs> and he's trying to find commonalities. But I said to her, okay, well, you know, take a step back for a second and understand what he's trying to show you. He, what he's doing is he's approaching saying, I'm interested in you and getting to know you. I don't know what to say. I'm not great at conversation. I'm nervous, but I'm trying to make some sort of connection and some commonality between the two of us. So I told her that from now on, get rid of the one strike rule and implement a three strike rule so that you give people a little bit longer because she was what was stopping her from finding a possible. It should be called like a three douche rule. A three douche, right. (laughs) But that wasn't a douchey thing to say. I drink. It would turn me me off because it's like what he's trying to relate to her was a basic point. And so she needs to see that obviously exactly and she she was you know she's not 22 years old she was a little bit older she was like in her 40s and she was saying you know what i am the one that keeps myself single because she was talking about this long list of things that she has in place to like guard her from other individuals and i think that's what people do they, they use it mm-hmm. for protection because they but well lists by nature are they're so mechanical and they're so disingenuous so if you want to try to find a relationship based off of something that already doesn't really have any humanness to it it's not a good start I totally agree with that. Yeah. So an exercise for this week, for you, for everybody who's listening, for men, for women, uh, transgender, anybody, whatever, <laughs> um, is to is to really be open. Is to I'm trying to think of a list they can make for themselves, but I want them to actually avoid the list, like like more generic list of like how they want to feel when they're interacting right. with somebody. But just practice being more open and recognizing I and like noticing that. when you are. A list of how you wall. feel, though, seems to make a lot more. It t- touches your heart a little bit more than yeah. a list of physical attributes or financial attributes or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think we're so quick to judge too. I mean, obviously, we're like judging people every day when you meet them, but it's just so much nicer to take a step back and just yeah. try not to initially like put all your judgments on them. Yeah. Well, my husband wouldn't have been on my list because I before I was like, okay, I want to meet a Jewish guy who's five foot nine tops who like could be kind of bald <laughs> and wearing glasses. Like that was what oh, I was looking it. for. Obviously, I'm like really like hot men. Um, but that was my thing before. So he wasn't even in my sphere when I met him. So he was just a guy that I was comfortable with. I enjoyed him. I talked with him. Um, he didn't look like what I had envisioned, which closed me off from him. And luckily for me, I met him three more times. And that's when I asked him for his phone number. And that's when we actually connected. Had I not. You him, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm a wing girl. Oh, girl. I'm assertive. I go after what I want. I know that. Yeah. He was, oh, he was being, like, super cute. We were uh, bantering with each other. He was challenging me. He had glasses on, and he hadn't cut. <laughs> that was a thing, maybe. He was had he glasses. balding yet? He wasn't balding. Not yet. Now he is. Don't. Actually, sorry. I love you. He was Don't. holding, he was, like, <laughs> he holding so... a Jew in the palm of his hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had like, a over, like, his arm around a Jew. So it was, like, a close vicinity. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was suddenly interested in him and intrigued. And But had I not seen him, those multiple other times, I, I would have never ended up with him because he wasn't in my sphere. So yes, I think that's a good idea to make a list mm-hmm. of how you want to feel when you're interacting with people. Like write five things down in the way that you want to feel around a person that you would potentially want to date, have sex with, or be in a long-term relationship with. As well, practice being really 
open this week and just noticing when you're closing yourself off or like noticing when you're nitpicking at what these people are doing in front of you. I was told one thing by a coach of mine that uh, really has always stuck out of my mind. If you're judging others so harshly, you must be judging yourself even more harshly. Absolutely. So it's my motto. It's like yeah, my life motto. Because you're really <laughs> judging yourself. Harshly. Always. Exactly. Um, so that is this week's chapter in the man's playbook. Like I just judge myself for saying that I judge myself. <laughs> I'm sure you. <laughs> That's how much the I judge whole time myself. You're just judging everything you say. Like did I should I have said that? Um, so yeah. After the break, we have the amazing. Uh, the talented, the super funny Ryan Sickler from the Crab Feast joining us. And we have the segment Analyze This. So stay tuned. Mike Catherwood and, of course, Dr. Drew Pinsky here from Loveline. And we got some awesome news. Now you can listen to our Loveline radio show whenever and wherever you want. That's right. Thanks to PodcastOne.com, home of the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. You can get Loveline every night as a free podcast. No more paywall. Just go to PodcastOne.com and click on the Loveline show icon and download. People have been asking about this for years. And now it's here. Loveline, the free podcast, whenever and wherever you want on iTunes and PodcastOne.com. That is PodcastOne.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. I could slap your face raw. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Um, Amazon.com for the Ask Women uh, Podcast is so awesome. If you, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I don't know what to say. Just, I literally, have just, Haley do it. Here. I'll do it. I'll okay, do it. thank I'll you. Do it. Just go. I'll do it. I'm sorry. I don't know You're how to like, transition. That's okay. You're doing it? I can't think of anything original. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. I could slap your face raw. <laughs> I love that. I could slap your face raw. We have some new news from Amazon. You know that if you go to the Ask Women Podcast page on Podcast One, there's usually, and there still is, a link to Amazon. But now we have created our own Amazon page for Ask Women so that we have tons of things that you you guys can get that are going to help you with women. So it's, All sorts it's, of goodies, huh? It's a store, so a store. Dot Amazon dot com slash askwomen dash twenty. I'm going to put it on Facebook. I'm putting it on Twitter. We actually have a new website coming out very soon, but it's not live just yet. But we'll put it on there as well. So it's a store dot Amazon dot com slash askwomen dash twenty. Go there. You can buy your toilet paper. You can buy your penis enlargers or whatever the hell you, you can want. buy your Halloween costume. Halloween yeah. costumes. Yes, Halloween's coming we, up. We want to help you guys find a good Halloween costume. There, there, there is a way that if you have a good Halloween costume, you could definitely get laid that night. Oh, for so sure. So we're here to help you. Um, or not. Your, like, I'm, I'm attracted yeah. to the guy not wearing the Halloween costume. So just buy a nice shirt on Amazon <laughs> and go out on Halloween. So tweet us your ideas. And I have lots of ideas to help you guys out, too. And we can help get great costumes on Amazon. Yeah, tweet yeah. us your top ideas of what you want to be for Halloween and we'll tell you if it's going to get you late or going be to Be a chick get magnet. You can wear like a red jumpsuit and just glue chicks all over you. There you go. <laughs> or put it on and send a picture of it. I want to see you guys in it. I don't want to see a package. I've seen too many packages of the Halloween costumes. <laughs> too many packages. Yeah, send us your pictures. Yes. So today we have the amazing, the talented, the super funny Ryan Sickler from the Crab Feast podcast. Hey, yes, thank you ladies. Awesome. From the Crab I love it. Very fired up to be here. What was your favorite Halloween costume in the past? My personal, like I've ever seen or my own? Your own. You don't seem like the type to dress up. I'm, I, I do. I you do, do dress up. Mm. I dress up, but I don't go like crazy. Um, he's like a last minute dress up guy. Where he's like, yeah, oh, so I'm going okay, to dial it guy. back. To, no, I'm not last minute, but I'm, I'm frugal. I'll go with that. <laughs> like I'm in. Me back, too. Before it was thrifty and cool, I used to go. <laughs> Halloween shop at the Goodwill store. Oh, me too. Way back when, and I would feel guilt 
because I knew people were shopping there, and I'm in here going, "Look at this fucking suit." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just felt I always felt embarrassment. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not poor. I swear, <laughs> I'm no, not I'm, one of you." Yeah, I'm getting this to make fun of people like you. <laughs> I like legitimately shop there for reals. I would go always go buy a little boyish T-shirts, and I'd be like, "That's okay, right?" You know what? To be yeah. honest with you, really okay. I went to uh, I do a lot of I like decorating um, like in vintage style in my apartment. So I do go to the Salvation Army and Goodwill a lot. And I was there yesterday actually, and I I thought. I wonder, when I walked in, I was like, I wonder if people know I'm above them. Like, I literally was wondering if they thought I fit in or was like, oh, this girl. You know, you we know this girl. in here? You all saw me <laughs> right, in here. Right, right, right. My feet don't touch the ground in places like you this. You saw my car up front, right? Okay, good. I, but it um, went through my head. I will answer your question. My favorite costume ever was sort of an anti-Halloween costume. Um, when we used to, and this goes back to middle school, uh, remember when you would trick-or-treat and there were, Usually there would be like one house that wasn't home, but they would put the bucket out front and be like, please yeah. take one. And you're like, yeah, yeah. we're going to take one. Take <laughs> right. Asshole, yeah. right. We're 12 years old, not a chance so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's way yeah. too much self-control right yeah. now. It's also those people, though, that's how I kind of live my life. Like, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I'll socialize, but I don't really think if so. it's empty, fucking ring the bell. <laughs> right. Am I allowed to cuss, by the way? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Bring right. it on. Um, so I dressed up. I thought it would be a funny idea. I dressed up in, like, big sweatpants and then stuffed them full of shirts and then put hay coming out of my pants and then a big sweatshirt and stuffed it up and put hay out of my arms and then I put like a mask on. I don't remember if it was a witch or Freddy Krueger or whatever the hell it was and then like a winter hat and I just sat on the porch with this bowl on my lap. <laughs> That's awesome. That said, please take one. And then <gasps> oh, you came to life. Nice. Yeah. And then when that little dick from middle school was like, ah, look at this guy. And he started grabbing it. I grabbed him by the wrist. And oh I said, take my God. one. And he shit himself. Like, <laughs> screamed. And then I would chase him across the front of the yard. And then I had three friends on the side of the house who would also run out and scare him even more. It's like they a always drop their candy. And then we would put it in the bowl. <laughs> And just let the good just kids keep take recycling. It. I want them to. I love that you're teaching lessons too. I want them to yeah. manufacture like an actual thing like that. It's a robot, but it knows when you're taking too much shit, <laughs> yeah, it's and, not like and it, it just chops their head off. Or it like shocks you. I bet you it's on Amazon. We're gonna <laughs> add it to our page. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like a bunch of like tasered bullies on the ground. <laughs> That's my dream. This kid's yeah. dressed up like a kid that pissed himself. <laughs> That is hilarious. So what do you think about the girls that do the, um, oh, it's Halloween, I'm dressed up as this, but I'm really a slut. What do you think about those girls? It gets old, right? It it does get old. Only if they are old doing it. You know what? I have something to say. Have you ever dressed up in something that was just like super hideous? Like where you just feel. Yeah, I've been a crayon. (laughs) What? What? Like how? Like I used to you do said crayon. Ins- she said crayon. What's you a meant crayon? crayon? Come from we say crayon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Crayon. Oh. Okay. You two have a connection. I've I heard get it. crayon and I've heard crown before too. I've heard crown. Say crown. Really? I'm, I'm like, like oh, I don't know anyone who said crown, but hopefully they get the taser. Have you ever like stuffed balls and been like a man? Have you ever really just tried to go unattractive before? Yes, I've been. Then you want to be sexy. Been a crayon. I've been a table. I've literally been a, a table. table. A, okay, we used to have um, competitions in elementary school, and I was wait, a table. Wait, what school? In what school did Hang you on, go to? I feel like you might have played with crayons at elementary. I school. ate. I ate crayons. Where are you from? <laughs> it's upstate New York, baby. Get classy. Elementary. Yeah. <laughs> elementary. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> listen, listen, all of you elementary people. Okay, it's elementary. In junior okay. high, did you go to junior? Wait, what was this contest? I am. I didn't graduate from elementary school, so <laughs> oh, yeah. no. it was an, an annunciation contest. I don't even know what. Well, actually, is? there's a school in our town called Annunciation School, which is really no. hilarious. Yeah, it was Catholic, but anyway, school. we did. Well, that makes sense. We had contests, and so one year I was uh, a table with a, uh, you know, there was like. A tablecloth, like a picnic table with plates. And then one year, my brother was a toilet. We're oh, like, he had the flush one. handle. I mean, we went super. all out. We're, we're super innocent. Like, we don't know PPs and wee-wees exist at, right. you know, at this point. So we, we go straight up for a just table. items. Table. We're items. <laughs> items, yeah. What just boring. That. Yeah. That dining room table. One year, though, this is to say I'm from, you know, upstate New York. One year, I did, I was like 12 years old or 11 years old. I went as a Mexican. <laughs> Wait, what was your outfit? I, I, the reason I went as a Mexican was because, first of all, we all don't know any other cultures, you know, where we're from. But because it was really cold out, <laughs> I was originally supposed to be an Indian, Native American, which is even more racist. But it was cold, and I was wearing, like, an Indian skirt. You an Eskimo, girl. <laughs> That's true. But, but we had a poncho. Had a... We had a poncho. <laughs> yeah, she had to work with what they had. Oh, oh, we had a poncho. We had a poncho and a, a sombrero. Yeah. And a poncho and a sombrero. And my and brother had a fake mustache. That's it. I was like an 11 year old Mexican. It was the cutest costume of all time. I actually would want to wear that again. Twitter. I want to see yeah, that so badly. I totally will. You have to go yeah, red. That's awesome. totally I'll keep it yeah. sexy though. No, wear, that's I won't hilarious. Wear I never did like the super sexy thing. I always put like a bit of a spin on it. I had a weird experience two years ago. Have you guys seen Labyrinth before? Wait, Labyrinth? Lab- what Labyrinth? <laughs> have you seen that movie with David Bowie? Yes, I've seen Labyrinth. It's great. So I was the golfing I was, yeah, but it was so creepy. I got the like mullet wig and I stuffed a big, because his his balls are really the star of that. That's not sexy. That show. No, it was terrible, Marnie. This is why (laughs) I have now, I try to do things that are clever, but a little bit sexy. Right. Because after that, I was like, I had, I was just, it was not a good experience. I was like, I I could like like, molest children. People were terrified of me. (laughs) Scary, that's sexy. Speaking of molesting children, speaking of molesting children, I wanted to talk about what we talked about at the beginning of the show. So Ryan, before you came in here, we like this little segue that I got. He looks like a child muster. I'm just so against this man who was on Huffington Post Live. That was my segue. I liked it. I was like, let's get creative here. So we were talking about this guy who put up a website saying, I want to find a wife and I'll pay people $1,500 for it. And then he went into saying like his list of things that he's <laughs> looking for in a wife. So he said no more than 130 pounds, but he's willing to be flexible. <laughs> depending on her, on Yeah, exactly. Though? Depending on her height. She, he, she just has to be flexible eight. with that. He yeah. doesn't want fat women because he's they're going to die yeah. earlier. And, you know, he wants to be with this woman for a long... If he's paying 1500 bucks, he wants like a long-term yeah, he's investment. Serious. He's very yeah. serious. Yeah. And then he doesn't want to date uh, black women. <laughs> <laughs> or or Hispanics, but he doesn't, he even, want like he doesn't even want to date a black woman who has slept, or a white woman who has slept with a black man. Yeah. Can't be touched. That's insane. That's a lot of white guys. That, yeah. Really? It really guys, is. Yeah. Oh, that is disgusting. It's horrible. This guy doesn't even want, uh, we were talking about it, what did we say? He doesn't even want a good lady with a good tan. $1,500. I put more down on a car. Yeah, thank you. It's like our rent. Yeah. Exactly. A lawnmower that costs $1,500. But but this got us into a discussion of like people making lists and how their lists really stop them from being open to amazing opportunities. Agree completely. Yeah, because this show is about, you know, helping guys and helping women be open to meeting other individuals and then figuring out like the right way and the wrong way to do things. So I wanted to turn it over to you. Like, what did you ever have a list of things you were looking for? Because you're dating somebody right now, right? I am, yeah. I uh, well, we can get into this later, but I, for the first time ever, 
um, I went back to a relationship two years later. Ooh, I've wow. never done that before. Yeah. So that's we've wow. got questions new. about that stuff. Brand new. Yeah. Well, actually, well, let's not talk about it later. Let's talk about it right now. Well, I'll, I'll answer your question about the oh, list okay. real quick. I've never had a list. No, I've never had a list. Um, I've dated, you know, every one under Everyone. the sun. Mexicans, as I point out here. Like when I moved to, so I'm originally from Maryland. Uh, I was born in Baltimore and um, it was very just white and black in Baltimore. And, you know, stereotypical sounding, the Asians at the universities. That's where you would go, oh my God, there's other types of people here <laughs> right, at, right. at this building. Studying more. Yeah. They definitely so, weren't at the community colleges yeah, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got here, I was like, what the fuck is an Armenian? <laughs> She's gorgeous. Right. Like, I had no idea anything. And the Latin, you know, Latinas of all Latinas are ridiculous. Just beautiful. Yeah. My, that's my top of my list is that. Beautiful. My list is more about personality traits than it is about can't be black, can't be a certain weight, can't be, you know, I yeah. want funny. I want fun to be with, you know, outgoing, that sort of thing. Yeah, which, which I think those those are great lists because we were talking about as an assignment to the people listening to make a list, if you do want to make a list, of like how you want to feel around those people. Like you want to feel happy. You want to feel positive. You want to feel, feel horny. You want to yeah. feel horny. Turn yeah. on. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> but let's get back to what you were saying before about going back to an ex like how did you make that happen uh she well we had split she's also a single mom she has a boy who i'm just i I love this little kid and um we get along great he loves me and it was a very it was very difficult to split for you know but it was you're breaking up with two people two people that's the first time that it ever happened to me before i was like i'm losing two people in this you're losing one you know so a full year went by with no communication, really. And then um, I turned her and her son into huge Ravens fans. Oh. And last the season before <laughs> last year, we we lost a uh, ridiculous game against New England. And she must have been watching somewhere. And I got a text like a few hours later, like, I can't believe that happened. I was like, hmm. So then I text back. Football yeah, Unites. Football Unites. Uh, losing. United, right, yeah. unites losers, right? And um, you know, we tried to set something up, and then so you were both interested in in rekindling. I never wanted, I never wanted to to be out of it. She freaked out and just pulled the plug. Can you explain why, or you don't have to if no, you don't want to? Okay. I, I can't. Oh, okay. No, you don't know. I mean, because she don't. just, yeah. I mean, even now, she's like, I don't know. I just freaked out. I just, she's never been. You know, she's a single mom. She never, she's never been married. She's never. Any of that. She's a very, 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 which I love, strong, independent woman. Yeah. And, you know, she can and has done all this on her own. So she freaked out. Um, and then we tried to get together and she canceled. So then another year goes by. I don't hear oh, from wow. her. Wow. This time, big game, we win. Ravens go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Then she starts contacting me again. Did I, she contact you this season when you guys lost to the Bills? Yep. No, no. Uh, that was that was just last week. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. 
I'm a Bills fan, so. She just wants to rub it in I your face right now. You killed us. Yeah. She, yeah, she was sitting next to me you. to watch the Bills lose. Thank you very much. That's good. Bills That's Mafia, good. I got tweeted a lot, and I didn't even know you guys had Oh, yeah. We have a new Mafia. It's huge. And, uh, you know, Stevie Johnson has chatted with them. And, you know, oh, yeah. I yeah. learned about the I'm the Jills. leader. I've got the guns. You know the Jills? I was supposed to audition. I grew up yeah. as a dancer, and I was supposed to audition in college because I went to Buffalo, you know, University of Buffalo. And do you know that the cheerleaders for the Bills are called the Jills? The Jills? Isn't yeah. it cute? It's no, so cute. I, I, went, I, went, I did a road trip and went to watch Buffalo years ago. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, she, she had hit me back, and then I said, look, let's get together. And I was literally walking out the door with my hand on the door, and she texted and said, never mind. No. And then that was it. And I was like, wow. all right, I'm done. And then a few months more go by, and she hits me up. And then very slowly we have gone now, but it's been it's been awesome. That's been great. So, so what made you kind of hang on to a little bit of the, you know, she was kind of pushing you around a little bit. Yeah. A lot yeah. of guys pushing would write that off and just be like, right. screw her. And I always, always have. I've never gone back to a relationship. I don't put up with the BS, but I really like, I love her, and I love my mother was not a good person, and I love the mother she is. Like, it's very attractive to see. It's sexy, right? Yeah, it's very attractive. And, like, I remember riding bikes with her and her son, and, uh, you know, just in a five-day span. We rode bikes. We went swimming. We'd, I said, you know, I don't even know if my mom knows how to ride a bike. My really? mother never rode bikes with us. My mother never went swimming with us. Like you My were... mom just has really weak thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding. Got a high ankle sprain. <laughs> yeah. I'm off the scooter for yeah, a Yeah, I love your laugh. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, she'll scoot around. I mean, she looks like his older damn sister or babysitter. You know what I mean? She's very active, so I love that. And I just like the dynamic. I love her son. Um can I ask you something? Yeah, you can so ask So during me. this time where you guys were separated? I was very single. Okay, so that, I, I was going to say, did it, did it hold you back? Were you st- like every time she would reach no. out, would you be like, okay, it would take you back to that place? Yeah, when and she then would reach out. You? It, w- uh, it would distract me emotionally, but not physically. But emotionally. So like emotionally, were you not able to move on and see girls for relationship potential during that? Uh, like uh, having sex and stuff, that's one thing. But I find that a lot of guys, if they still have that girl or even girls do it with guys, if they have that guy in the back of their mind mm-hmm. that hasn't really fully released them yet, they still sort of, sort of hold on to that person. And because you have a relationship with them and a history, nobody you're going to meet is com- going to compare to what you had with that relationship. So did did it still have a hold on you during that time? In hindsight now, yes, but as I was going through it and you asked me that question, I would have said no because really? I really felt that way. I dated not just sex, but I dated, um, and I really enjoyed the girls I dated. But now looking back, yeah, I would absolutely answer yes to that question. Did that make you angry at her? Like when she would reach out to you, were you like, oh, I was more you angry. doing this? No, I'm more of a closure type person. You know, I like answers, and I was more angry that, you just pulled a plug on something that was so good and so, you know, yeah, nice right. for all three of us without an, an answer or an explanation, yeah. I, a real one. And I just don't know. That, that was what was. What got you? How long, so, how long after she left did you start dating again? Dating? Or seeing girls? Or, you start banging, or banging chicks. <laughs> Uh, I didn't wait that long, to be honest with you. There was no way. It was Halloween. The, it was, I was Halloween <laughs> yeah. for like three, four months. It was Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Straight. So what's Adult different Halloween. now that you're with her that you feel like you can trust her, that she's not going to pull the plug again? Well, 
Yeah, have you had conversations about? Yeah. That'd be scary for me. It it was uh, without getting too much into her right. personal world. Mm-hmm. Um, some things happened in her world that she dealt with, worked out, um, and I can tell you, it's been I think seven months now since we wow. started seeing each other again, and I, I have zero complaints. Where before I would, and if I, and I'm also a little bit I. I have to watch myself because I am a little hypersensitive. I'm almost waiting for the other foot to drop at times, mm-hmm. I feel like, and it's not. So I also have to trust enough to let like what? myself let that go. For sure. Know? Well, have you had conversations about it? Yeah, we've talked about everything. Okay. Um, so you're being honest. You're communicating. 100%. Okay. I, I mean, I'm a comedian. I'm a communicator. I like... I'm the chick in the relationship when it comes to communication. Yeah. And most of the girls, the women I've dated are like, do you really want to fucking talk about this? I'm like, yes, I want to talk about this. <laughs> for eight hours. Right now, for eight hours. And then so I want refreshing. to put it in my stand-up. With some ice cream. Yeah, and then I'm going to my routine. Exactly. I'm going to use everything you say against you. That's how it works. I and love it. Did no. you live together before? So there was never any like real. That's when the the tension started. I think when she well, we were starting to look for places, and that's when I really start to feel her push away. Like, uh oh, shit's out. getting real here. And did, and did you have conversations during that time during the first period when you did feel that tension? Did you guys sit down and talk about that? Um, I sat down and talked. She stood and yelled. <laughs> okay. That was well, the difference. Yeah. Now do. it's now it's an even. Uh, playing. I picture her standing like Captain Morgan or something, <laughs> <laughs> with her leg, leg up on the couch. My husband does for some reason. It's weird. I you love know. your husband, though. Me too. We have things in common. It's amazing. Yeah. No. But um, so, what, what can you teach from this experience to the guys and girls that are listening about getting back together? Like, what are things well, that they the, should be looking for? I think the lesson for the the guy that's spending his life savings on getting a good woman, and and this story also is to not have a, a closed list. I think you should just keep an open mind and and. I don't know. I tr- I'm trying to get better at not speaking in- indefinitely with the nevers and all that shit, you know, because yeah. yeah. you always do that. Like today I said to somebody, they're like, we're doing some shoot or something. They said, wear- bring a button down that you can wear untucked. And I was like, I will never wear a button down. <laughs> You're like, I don't work at Verizon Wireless unless yeah. someone <laughs> fucking dresses me. I don't know. Maybe when I'm old, people are going to put my tucked in shirts in and I'm not going to be able to get them out. I'm going to look like that asshole. So I, I, I you know, long term, you got to think long term. Exactly. Think long term. Exactly. Especially if it's a short sleeve. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> it's well, the worst. Well, what, one thing that I'm hearing from <laughs> this buy. Is like that I can, you know, hopefully put some words of wisdom out to the people that are listening is about communication. Like you guys communicate now, which I think is really great, even though she seems to fight against it. Um, if both people, this, I just said this the other day, anybody who's in a partnership, their goals are not to hurt the person that they're with. So nobody is ever attacking or being mean, unless they're just horrible people or like drunk or whatever. Everything that they're doing during an argument or during communication is is to protect themselves because they're insecure or uncomfortable, whatever it is. So if you can remove your ego from your relationship and really get down to the nitty gritty and be honest and put whatever it is out there, even if you don't know what's going on. And know that you're on the same team. On the same team. Exactly. Yeah. That's why people try to work things out. You know, you're on the same team together because because possibly if, if she had been more communicative in the beginning, you may not have broken up. I don't know if that would have happened. You mean communicative? 
Did I just? No, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, I don't know. You say how I say it, Marnie. No, you're wrong. No. Yeah. No. I was but, ruminating on how she pronounced that. I was like, yeah. don't say anything. No, <laughs> but I wish for her because it sucks. Because you're an awesome guy, and she lost some Thanks, time Marnie. with you. I'm glad she's back together with you now. So that makes Thank you. Saddle, I, huh? The hardest part was um, her son. You know, when I oh, saw sure. him. I'm just picturing you like, and not, this, not that I'm saying it's going to have the same result, but I'm picturing you like Jesse Pinkman. With like the, you know what I mean? Like super protective, like in love, but not not that there's ricin involved or anything. Well, we were, she's not going to die. I picked no. him up from school last night and he's playing the cello now. He's 10 and I'm dragging the cello. Th- he's a, He walks to school. He's a walker. What's up, walkers? I used to be a walker. Hey, walkers. Me too. No, I was never a busser. No, I was, yeah, I was a walker. Yeah, was and a walker. I'm dragging this big-ass cello down the sidewalk. He's got two book bags on, and we're walking and talking, and we're cutting through this damn little parking lot of this apartment complex. And this old man just goes, get out of here. This isn't a shortcut and at first i just thought it was somebody Damn. joking you know so i'm ignoring it and then he says it again and i look up in the anyone window. with a cello is non-threatening i mean look you're way it. down you're not gonna do anything and he's up in this window up here and he's like get out of here this isn't a shortcut and i said what and he said it again and i said it is today old man mind your business and then i you. and yeah. then i looked at him and i go Untuck always your respect shirt. your elders always <laughs> unless they're idiots like that right, right. And it's okay to say with, right with their shirts tucked in yeah, yeah exactly with their shirts tucked in. <laughs> so we have this segment that's called analyze this where we answer questions from people who listen to our show i know you're going to stick around but i'll ask you just to be polite do you want to stick around with sure, us to be part of it okay cool so, cuz we have some good uh, questions for today all right howdy I found your That's show. Bad yeah, exactly. I found your show by accident, and as it worked out, at the perfect time. It is an awesome podcast. Now for the long question. It's very short, actually. I am what they call a serial monogamist. There has been uh, there has been a marriage and a couple or few. I'm also oh. only with Cheerios too. Serial monogamous, like I only eat Cheerios. On the last, it's a really bad joke. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> on the last I podcast I listened to, I don't remember the one, but you had a wingman guest on. You advised that guys should probably wait three months after a relationship before getting into a new one. I kind of understand why, but I love being in relationships. Am I some kind of exception to this rule, or am I doomed to repeat the past relationships that end unless I take a break and be alone for a while? By the way, I'm 33, but I look much younger, which really does help. Every person always says that to me. Every email I get from my stuff and like for these i look much younger than basically what they're saying is i look age. younger than you yeah exactly <laughs> it helps <laughs> exactly damn it okay so what do you guys what's think his name? What's so his, his name? oh i don't know actually. No, no. i don't know i got All right maybe his name's howdy and i made a mistake so he's a serial monogamous he's saying should i actually take time mm-hmm. off after a breakup to get back to being me to explore myself i think yes. so personally i think so i i you know i've been in a relationship for five years and if i got out and got back in one i would be my boyfriend in the relationship, you know what I mean? I would be, right. I would, well, I would be Nate, you know, my boyfriend's Nate. And so, because I've taken on so many of his personality traits, not on purpose, but because we're that we're together 24 seven almost. So yeah, it's like when you eat a lot of sweets, you know, and like, you're trying to get, this is like my current issue trying to get off of like sweets. And it's like really hard at first, but then like, once you're off, you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot that I really actually like carrots. I've totally forgot about carrots. Right, right. And so I think like true. once you take time, You're like away, I am a bunny rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> go go get those carrots, man. You might not know it's like you know worth exploring, and you also forget exactly what Kristen was saying: uh, the things that you enjoy and the things that really make you happy apart from your other Absolutely. person. Absolutely. Well, know? Ryan, what do you think? I do. I think you should take a break. I think you should process, and then I think you should uh, get back out there. 
Yeah. Uh, so how long do you think you should take off? And what, uh, you know, it's and this funny. is a good question for you since we were just talking about that. I, I don't know. I, I've had friends say, uh, guy friends, of course, say sleep with three women, then start seriously dating. Yeah. Like do not date the first person you sleep with next. Just yeah. don't do it. Mm. Um, Why do you think they say that? Because then you'll be needy or you'll just like. Because guys are just as emotional. I mean, yes, we can turn off easier and, and we can unplug easier, I think. But we're just as emotional and just as needy, you know, as yeah. as women are just in a different way. You know, absolutely. Oh, we know. I, I find that Y'all guys know you know. who, you know, you're in a, you're in relationship mode and then it. If you start dating again, you're really needy because you're in that place of like being really reliable and calling all the time. You're already in that relationship space. So that's how you choose to behave. And that can be kind of off-putting to a lot of women who may have been single for a very mm-hmm. long time. Separate from that, I think that like every time that you have a breakup, it, it's sort of time to evaluate what you possibly need to it's like work if you go to the, yes. It's like if you go to the movies and you watch one movie, it's kind of weird to go directly to another movie. Is you, it weird? You know, yeah, it is weird. It's too much. You need the spit. You need to you. Refresh. Right. Double feature. It's like you have so ten minutes at the beginning to talk about the last movie. Then you no, do it no, all you need the space. I can't do double feature either. Space. All the commercials and shit in between. <laughs> all the trivia. There's time. Okay. I had um I had a girl one time tell me that um and this was interesting. I, I I thought this was true actually after she said it too is she's single. She's in her thirties and every time she dates a new guy, she they kiss the way their ex yeah oh that's creepy so you have to teach them like very abrasive how you like to kiss or they're just coming at you and i was like that's interesting yeah that is interesting interesting so it's a learned behavior things become learned so i think to unlearn to you you're saying you become nate but you also become you with that like Right, I'm me you're, with Nate. Right, exactly. Uh, right. You gotta figure out who you are again. Like I'm, yeah. when I go home to visit and see my parents, I'm me with Nate with my parents, even though Nate's not there. That's right. Yeah. And they don't yeah. realize that; they just think that's who I am now. So, like, but it's who's really this weird not. girl who's in our house? Right? Why is she complaining all the time? No, he <laughs> yeah, doesn't complain ever. Here. So it sounds like this guy needs to take a break. Yeah, I think I think so. At least take just one break take in your break. life. If you're continuously yeah. going into next, like you have to evaluate if why you're going to do better justice, or you're going to, you know, give your next partner yeah. a better you well and you might be better at selecting better partners for you as well if you take time i know we just said it like don't make lists but take time to really figure out like yeah. the things that are important to you and well, the you're values not gonna that work you through have your shit while you're working on a new relationship no, that exactly. is not gonna happen yeah you're just gonna keep repeating the same thing over yeah. and over again okay i love your podcast and your product um how to become a man women want oh that was towards me because you can get it at <laughs> winggirlmethod.com <laughs> you have a wonderful personality oh this is all for me. <laughs> anyway. All right. Next question. Sorry. Move I'm on. the one who's editing these, so I should have edited that out. My question. Did I surprise Marnie? I know. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> I showed these to you. You should have spotted it. I'm a 23-year-old financial analyst for a hospital. I'm planning on joining the Navy as an officer. I really like this girl, and she is uh, the girl of my dreams, and she makes me happy. I'll do anything to make her happy. The problem is she has a boyfriend who treats her badly oh. and doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Game over. Yeah. yeah. I told her that I like her, and I want to be with her. I don't want her to cheat nor me being the person who ruins the relationship. I don't know what to do. She keeps texting texting me that she misses me. What should I do? Do I ignore her? Do I try to be friends still and die a little each time inside? Oh, Brian. Oh, Brian. I would not advise to die a little each time inside. You so got to let her know that you got to let her die be, a little yeah, each time. You got to let her die a little bit. <laughs> yeah, let her. Well, okay, Brian. just give him mixed signals. Brian, 
This is Ryan. <laughs> uh, listen, your love of your life has a boyfriend, okay? And as soon as you go away to the Navy, guess who she's going to start seeing again? That guy. Right. Cut it now. Just cut it now. I think Take so, it yeah. like a man. Get in the Navy. Go see the world. Yeah. And there's probably Thanks better women the in the Navy available. Just kidding. <laughs> there are so are. many. But no, you're stuck there with traveling them around. And... Yeah, exactly. Honestly, you're about to have a whole new experience. Like, yes, you had a great situation with this girl. Use her for, like, evaluating other girls. Okay, this girl from back home is awesome, but she has a boyfriend. And then anybody else you meet, say, and okay, are you I awesome? Just scratch an itch. Yeah. Sometimes just, yeah. you just want to scratch an itch. And yeah. I always just wonder how... <laughs> I, I don't want to judge the girl too much, but you have to take in con- into consideration that she's with a boyfriend currently and willing to flirt with you. So what happens if you get together with this dream girl and then all of a sudden she finds another man more interesting? Right. Yes. But that does happen a lot. So a yeah. lot of the times when women aren't getting what they fully need from their relationship because they're not voicing it to their partner, and this guy's 23, so this girl's probably 22 or 23, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So she's, she has no idea how to voice her needs with that relationship. She's going to find whatever attention she needs somewhere else, and she gets it from you. You sound like you have a nice friendship. I don't think she's flirting and putting it out there. I'm sure she does misses you. That's that miss you. That's not a lie. But she's committed to her boyfriend, so I I agree with all you guys. Yeah, so yeah it off. you're going in the military. We need you clear headed and shit. We don't. Need yeah, her exactly, exactly. Yeah. No distractions there, for you. Okay, so this is Eric from Tennessee. Love the show, guys, uh, but need some help. Met a girl about a month ago. Things seem to go good for a few days. Then it's almost like she pulls away for a while and don't know why. Right now we are just dating. Nothing real serious, but it's. Uh, but if it's gonna go that route, I'd like to know what the problem is. You guys should read these sometimes. Like, I'm horrible at it. How should I bring this to her attention? Not talking about moving in or nothing. Just a serious. He's <laughs> from Tennessee, you guys. Right. Just not, wanting to spit. Or upset not, talking about, about, not talking about moving in or nothing. Just a serious dating relationship. And maybe she's wanting more than that. Just can't get her to open up to me yeah. about it. Woo! Anyway, all right, all keep right. doing what y'all do. It's informative and entertaining. Thanks. Eric from Tennessee. <laughs> so he's saying she pulled away once, not really sure why, but now they're back together and he wants to progress to that next stage. Nothing, uh, nothing like moving in, just going into it like a more serious dating relationship. What should he do? Pronounces G's. <laughs> okay, next question. It's not nothing, <laughs> it's anything. Um, you know, I think it's interesting because he needs to be able to speak up for what he wants. I mean, if she's pulling away, I think you should say something and communicate it. Yeah. I always say tell women what you think, not what you feel. So be very clear on what you want. Okay. So remove your emotion from it and then express it to a woman. So, yeah, I completely agree. Tell the woman what you want. Be very clear on it. A hundred percent. Absolutely. That was an easy one. Pretty simple. Okay. Oh, this is a freaking long one. Okay, let's skip that one. Hello, ladies. I love the show. Guys, Who people who are writing in, I love the long stories. We love the long stories, but it's better to know? be, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's better to be shorter and condensed because then you actually have a chance of us answering these questions because I find it hard to cut it down sometimes. Hello, ladies. I love the show. You give us real answers and not what you think we want to hear. My situation is my high school sweetheart and I dated for seven years, two in high school and five in college. We had an amazing relationship. We understood each other perfectly. Everything I, uh, Everything I wasn't, she was, and everything she wasn't, I was. The last year or so was a little rough because she went away to medical school, and I stayed in my home city dealing with the passing of my father, oh, I'm sorry, and taking care of my mother and sister. We agreed mutually. It was uh, the best to call it quits. About three or four 
years ago. I tried to rekindle a relationship. She said our personalities had changed too much, and she doesn't think we were compatible anymore. She doesn't know that. She also said she still loves me, but not in that way. But to be fair to her, at the time, I may have come, uh, may have come on, came on too strong and still a little needy. I was devastated and heartbroken. I haven't talked to her since, except for birthdays and holidays. I send a quick message. Fast forward to the present day. I'm a much more confident man with a great career. I've become a well-rounded, big-hearted guy. I have done oh. some dating and a I few like one-nighters. Oh. I know. Nevertheless, I still think and want to be with this woman. So my question is, is this really love? Do I want her because I was rejected? Or I'm a loser that just needs to move on? Thanks. I always default to the second, but that's just because I... (laughs) (laughs) This actually reminds me of your story a little bit. I mean, in the sense that maybe not as long of term, but... He's yeah, not, I, and not that you're like a big-hearted man or anything. No, no. we don't go that no, far. No, I'm very, very small-hearted. <laughs> um, you're not a loser, but I just believe she communicated. I believe in black um, and white. She yeah. gave you your answer. I think you got your answer, and I think you move on. Yeah, I kind of think she's seen somebody else, too. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, because if she was, was interested, she'd probably pursue She him. let yeah, him down right. easy. I think our personality, I'll give you this excuse. Yeah. I'll give you this excuse. Clearly, you still like me. I don't want to rip your heart out and tell yeah. you that I've met someone else, so let me just do it like this. Yeah, yeah. And, and you had something serious happen in your family. You went through you know, a, a, the death of your father, which mm-hmm. would be an emotional I mean, she's a doctor, place. so she's yeah. pretty high up there in the right so she's in demand (laughs) in the wild but i think that if you haven't seen her in this time period you don't really know what you want from her because i think she's probably correct you you are different or you don't even know if you're different people now but she i think i agree with ryan she's saying she's kind of moved on if you you did want to give it that chance i would go to where she i I wouldn't advise to do this but to really see if you guys connect again i would actually have a conversation with her i would be in front of her i would want to spend time with her before you make those assumptions that you are great together. I think you're you're just like building up what it was in the past. Hopeless and romantic in me really wants him to give it one more shot, though, and just find but then, out. But then no. the non-desperation person in me wants him to not to do like that because he's already and try dating. He's already tried a couple times. If you try one more time, then it starts to get sad. Yeah, and if he yeah. he sounds like a you're really right. nice guy who has a lot to offer, so I would I would say. Try your bet. Try try other options first before you yeah. start throwing yourself. And maybe under he's the still bus. like hoping it will be what it was, and it's exactly. truly changed. You know, or so. what he what he's always hoped it would be. Exactly, and it's not going to be right. That. Exactly. But you do sound like a nice guy. Do take that energy and put it on a, a girl that uh, wants to be with Seriously, you. Seriously, Brad, put it on her. I think you sound awesome. All yeah, over put her. it on her. Bang women. Okay, <laughs> that is this segment of analyze this for. <laughs> That's a great ending for this it. week. Um, if you want to write any questions into us, please write them to ask at Ask Women Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter and at ladies, Ask Women Podcast. And ladies, send us your questions. We want to answer some chick questions yes, too. So don't we be like, shy. We like the and ladies. And remember, share here. the show with a lady friend and have her tweet to us that you shared it with her and then we'll answer your question. Exactly. And yes. Ryan Sickler, thank you so much for thank being you for here. Me, ladies. How do people get in touch with you, find out more about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Sickler, ryansickler.com, or you can subscribe to the Crab. Feast, the podcast I do with Jay Larson. And this month is all ladies uh, and all money and donations and everything goes to support breast cancer oh, awareness. We love Hooray you for here. boobies. Amazing. Hooray well, thank for you for boobies. being on the show. You, you were fantastic. Me. I really enjoyed myself. All right. So you can check out new podca- new episodes of the Ask Women podcast every Thursday. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.